We're going to get the vibes up here in just a moment. Mitch White, the newest Toronto Blue Jay. Well, one of the newest Toronto Blue Jays. Mitch, do I have you? Hey, how's it going? Is this Blake? Yes, it is. How are you, man? Thanks for Very taking cool. the time out. Good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so I guess let, let's start, you know, at the, the basic question when you've had two starts with the team, what is, what have your first impressions of Toronto been? Oh, man, I loved it. Um, I was telling a lot of people that first off day was nice. They got a chance to kind of explore the city, spend a few hours just walking around roaming. Um, it's cool, man. It, there's just so many cool little pockets and it's fun. And, and then obviously the team and stuff has been great. Everyone's been awesome. Um, and then pitching at home too was great because you got to get a feel for the stadium here and the crowd was, the atmosphere is great, especially on a weekend. Um, so it's been fun. Uh, the crowd giving you the little kind of Bronx cheer after your first uh, strike on Saturday, that nice little, nice little welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't think it would take seven pitches to get one in there, but yeah, we finally figured it out. Um, so that's now it would take me back to August 2nd. And, um, I know you had kind of talked openly when you were going up and down with the Dodgers and doing the kind of swingman thing. Um, did you have a sense that, that you could be on the move and what was your reaction when you found out? You know, in the moment, I kind of figured it would be more of an off season thing, but obviously, you know, I'm not a GM. I don't really try to think about all those stuff, those things, especially with all the moves we made there. Um, but looking back, yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, just with the situation in LA and the situation here. Um, so, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it happened. I wasn't really thinking too far ahead at that point, but you know, it worked out. Yeah. Um, so who, who's your first call in a situation like that? Are you trying to get on the line with Pete Walker? Are you trying to get on the line with Ross Stripling? Uh, one of the other Jays, what, what's your first move there to try to kind of start getting acclimated? Well, honestly, it was just so overwhelming. I didn't really know <laughs> who to call on the Blue Jays side. It was just kind of all the texts and congratulations and the goodbyes and all that were pretty overwhelming. And slowly, obviously, Pete reached out, um, Schneid reached out, Ross Atkins reached out, and we kind of slowly figured out a picture of how to get me from – I was in Salt Lake at the time with the AAA team – um, get me from Salt Lake to LA to Minnesota and get all settled in. Um, so it was just a kind of a crazy whirlwind a few days. Yeah, it sounds like it for sure. And then the, the uncertainty of, you know, I guess, w- would you be in Buffalo? Would you be joining the team right away? Uh, chaotic couple days. Um, so you, I want to ask you, I had mentioned Stripling there just because I, I had Michael Duarte on after uh, the trade and he, you know, filled us in a little bit about you, the person, you, the pitcher. And he mentioned that he had talked to Ross Stripling about you because Stripling, of course, uh, came over from the Dodgers to the Jays in a deadline deal as well. Uh, I'm sure you've heard them, but just to be sure, the, the Ross Stripling comparisons seem to have come pretty easily for everyone. Yeah, for sure. I think. Ross and I had similar roles with the Dodgers. Obviously, he was starting a little more than I was, but um, I'm happy to take those com- uh, <laughs> those comparisons <laughs> with the year he's having and, and the career he's had. Um, he's done a really good job of, you know, being flexible to that role, and now he's earned himself a starting job here, which is awesome to see. 
when you talk about that flexibility in that role, you look around the league and it's funny when Ross Stripling entered the, the Jays rotation and was so was good enough that it looked like, okay, well, he's there permanently. Uh, one of the things people started saying is, well, the Jays could use another Ross Stripling type for the bullpen. Like you got to replace the Stripling role and you look around the league and there are like half a dozen of you guys who can do it successfully. Um, what, what do you think you can take from stripling in terms of that approach and that ability to go back and forth between roles? And I know you've been doing it for a while, so uh, maybe, maybe you've already figured out most of it on your own, but stripling a guy who has a, you know, a couple extra years of, of doing the same. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I never want to say I figured it out, but <laughs> I've gotten comfortable at least with the uncertainty of, yeah, you might be pitching this weekend or you might be in the bullpen or we might need you for two here or whatever. Um, and I've gotten to the point through experience where I'm comfortable with that. And then talking to guys like Ross is, you know, really valuable for fine tuning that process and, and getting comfortable even more in a new place, new city, new team, all that. Um, so he's been great and he was great when I was in LA and still here, it's been an easy transition because of guys like him. So in terms of transition, I would imagine one of the things that you talked about with, with Pete and Schneider and, and um, Ross Atkins and everything is what the Jays see for you, not only, you know, for right now, what your role is, but what they see in you long-term and where they want to help you go. I, I know you spoke to uh, Arden Zwelling the other week about, you know, some of the, the pitch design changes you went through in LA. Um, when you have those initial conversations with someone like a Pete Walker and, and the blue Jays, um, are you talking about those kind of bigger picture changes right away? Or is it more just, you know, getting comfortable and more, I guess, uh, philosophical or approach changes before you get into things like mechanics and pitch design? Yeah, I'd say we we started we start a little slower. I think right. Pete, my first bullpen, just kind of getting comfortable with him. What he said is, "Don't treat this like a new start. Treat this as a continuation of what you've been doing." And I thought that was great for me um, to not add any extra pressure or any like, "Oh, I got to do something special, do something new." It's more just stick with what I've been doing. And as he gets more comfortable with me, and vice versa we can kind of work from there. And already we Im- implemented a few things in terms of um, sequencing and uh, pitch selection, I'd say, in terms of um, what we're throwing, like just the mix to lefties a little bit. We mix that up um, and adding some new little wrinkles. And I think as time goes on, um, as I spend more time here, we'll, we'll definitely add some new, new fun stuff. <laughs> Um, have you noticed much of a difference yet in the way the Blue Jays and the Dodgers or, or just Pete Walker and Mark Pryor uh, approach these things? Or is it more just the kind of, well, they've got fresh eyes on you here, so it's a new perspective? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a new perspective, obviously. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's still baseball. It's still the same thing. I think the Jays and the Dodgers run their organizations very similarly, um, which is, I think, a, a really good thing obviously for the continuation. And then I think both are very successful organizations. Um, so it, it hasn't been so much that it's more just getting to know people um, and then getting to that point where there's, there's trust on both sides and you can kind of work and get a little wiggle room to, to try new things or figure out what's working well and stick with that. And, you know, that kind of thing. So Mitch, um, I, I know 
you just said kind of for now, you take it a little slower. It's more about sequencing and, and pitch mix and things like that. Longer term, I, I did want to talk to you about um, pitch design and kind of tweaking those things because I know you've talked a little bit about in the past about how you try to blend kind of the different schools, right? Uh, of, you know, learning a, a grip from someone or trying something new and then looking at some of the analytics and tech that you have available to you as a major leaguer. Um, what is your process like when you're trying to work on a pitch or, or change a pitch or develop a new pitch? Yeah, well, I mean, for example, the slider that I talked with Arden about was kind of born out of necessity. There was an outing I had last year where I ended up, we were in a tough spot in the pen in L.A., and I ended up trying to close a game. I didn't successfully do it. I left a hanging slider up, and it got banged out of the park. So it was at that point where it was like, all right, well, and then it wasn't like it was just that one moment, but that was kind of the tipping point. And it was, hey, we need to work on a new slider, so let's try something that's similar to what you do. You throw, you have a good curveball, you spin the ball well, but for whatever reason, the slider's not very consistent. So I worked with the pitching coaches there, and we kind of modified my slider to get a little more horizontal. It's a little bigger than my old one. And, and so far, it's been good. I, I feel really comfortable with it. Um, so I think the pitch design thing is always a tough question to have because I'm a guy who likes to tinker with my stuff and change a lot of things for better or worse. <laughs> um, but that was definitely a necessity. That was, you know what, we need another pitch that you can land in the zone and get a little swing and miss. So that's kind of how it went down at the time. So I guess in terms of that tinkering and, you know, tweaking your stuff here and there, I, I would guess that for someone who throws five pitches, that maybe comes a little more natural than someone who throws two or three. Do you, do you think that's probably fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. It, it also helps as a starter, you get a little more time um, within an outing to work on things. So mm -hmm. it's like as a, out of the pen, it's like, if you don't have the curveball going on one day, you need to find something quick because you're probably in there for one, one inning, maybe a little more um, and you need to be successful. But there's times as a starter where you can kind of tread water and wait for that pitch to come back and feel comfortable that, Maybe it's not there in the first inning, but by the third, fourth, fifth inning, when you're turning the lineup over, it's going to come back. Um, and, yeah, having multiple pitches, multiple options always helps in terms of just just being able to spin or, or manipulate the ball. Um, in, in terms of your first two starts as a Blue Jay, I know you had said some things after the first one about, um, you know, needing to, to tweak the fastball a little bit. How did you feel coming out of the, the second outing and going into a potential third start later this week with, with where those early kind of tweaks are? Yeah, I thought the first outing was definitely a grinder of an outing. <laughs> um, and things were a little, little funky in terms of my delivery, but after the, the the second inning or second outing, um, after those first few you know spray pitches, uh, we cleaned up some stuff and just talking to Pete mechanically, just smoothing out the delivery a little bit helped a lot, and the heater was a lot cleaner and everything was coming out a lot better, holding its plane. So I was definitely happy with the improvement there. Um, longer term, and I know, I know the answer is probably going to be, you know, whatever helps the team win or, or something like that. And I talked to Ross Stripling about the same thing last off season. Um, he, it was a, a great quote. He, he told us on uh, the morning show here, you know, he, he, that after a while he learned that the thing he liked better than starting or relieving was winning. Um, and that'll always stick with me. However, 
Uh, do you have a role that you, you know, either prefer or, or do you enter the off season ahead after whatever's asked of you this year with the mentality of, I'd like to be a starter. I'd like to earn a spot. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely, I've definitely come to the place where I'm comfortable with both. Like I said, and at the end of the day, it's, it's just great to help the team um, win. And, and whatever that means, whether it's out of the pen or not, um, is great. But I guess if you were to um, gun to my head, I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to start. I like, I like that role. I like being able to eat innings and, and cover innings for the pen and, and do that. Um, but you know what? It's, I'm flexible, like I said. Um, I wanted to uh, wrap this up with a, a little Toronto stuff. I, I know that you are um, half Korean. I know you said that off day in Toronto, you got to explore a little bit. Have you gotten to check out some of uh, the Korean community in Toronto yet? Um, you know, there's a there's an area of town called Koreatown. I'm, I'm sure there are, are lots of other outposts as well. Are you looking forward to getting to connect with that part of the city? For sure, yeah. I mean, when I went on my crazy walk, I checked out Koreatown a little bit. I didn't, I didn't eat there. I Uber eat something back to the hotel when I got back. It was, I forget what it was, but it was some Korean food. It was really good. Nice. Um, so I'm excited to explore that and, and check out some good restaurants. I've already talked to Hunjin a little bit about um, his favorite Korean restaurant. So hopefully we get a chance to get out there and explore. Yeah, not to doubt you, but I have seen some of the Instagram posts when Manoa and Ryu go out for meals. I don't know if you can keep up, man. <laughs> Those guys look like they, they pack it away a lot. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I could keep up usually, but yeah, those guys are big boys. They can eat a lot of food. Yeah, you've got so the we'll height. See. You've got the height on them, I guess. Uh, Mitch White, uh, thanks so much for taking the time out, man. I, I know you got to get going here for a, a meeting. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Blake. I appreciate it. Mitch White, Toronto Blue Jays pitcher. Uh, we'll find out in the coming days if he's Toronto Blue Jays starter or Toronto Blue Jays reliever, or if he's going to continue to uh, swing back and forth in those roles.